Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. What's up, folks? Welcome back to the Laugh Spin podcast. My name is Mike, and with me again, always, Dylan, the editor-in-chief of LaughSpin.com. What's going on, buddy? Not too much, Mike. I've just been, uh, I've been trying desperately to keep up with all that's going on in the world of comedy, specifically in the world of comedy television. Yes, dude. The, the upfronts are done, and all the big reveals are out as far as all of the shows that are coming back and the new ones that are going to be hitting the network airwaves. What do you got on all of the new shows? There's a lot. As expected, NBC is the network that kind of shuffled the most things around and, and picked up the most shows. So I, I wanted to give everybody listening a kind of a, a quick I'm going to try to make it quick. A quick rundown of all the shows that the major networks have picked up. Just the comedy shows, obviously. We don't give a shit about drama, right? No. Drama stinks. Yeah, boo to crying and feelings. (laughs) Law and Order. Unless John Mulaney is talking about Law and Order, I don't want to hear about it. Am I right? I don't know. I don't watch Law and Order. (laughs) So, no, no, it's a a very good show. Okay. Totes kidding. NBC picked up seven comedies. 1600 Pen is one of them. Jenna Elfman and Bill Pullman and Josh Gad from Book of Mormon all star in this. Bill Pullman's the president. Jenna Elfman's the first lady. Hijinks ensue. You could check out a preview on Laughs. And by the way, most of the shows that I'm going to be mentioning are either written up or you could watch previews on Laughsman.com. So just remember that as I'm talking. Another show NBC picked up is called Animal Practice, which stars Justin Kirk. You might know him from Weeds. He plays a curmudgeonly veterinarian who treats his animal patients better than the people that are around him. Also, comedian Bobby Lee is in that. So, oh, nice. So that's definitely a go. Matthew Perry with a new show called Go On, where he plays a sportscaster who loses his wife due to a tragic accident and is forced into 10 mandatory counseling sessions, group sessions. Mm-hmm. That's happening. A show called Guys with Kids that stars Anthony Anderson, Jesse Bradford, and Zach Kreger, who I, I don't know who that is. I don't know Zach Kreger. I'm just reading it. I'm sorry, Mr. I- Mrs. Kreger. I don't know who your son is. <laughs> <laughs> what if Mrs. Kreger's not alive? <laughs> then I'm really sorry, Mrs. Kreger, for interrupting your sleep. <laughs> That's totally (laughs) fucked up. So Guys with Kids, executive produced by Jimmy Fallon. And I got to say, this is the one preview that I saw from NBC that I didn't like it. It's a little, looked a little corny, basically about three dudes with kids. And you can imagine how that goes. Tempest Bledsoe making an appearance in this one. Yeah. All right. I mean, for her sake, I hope it does well because you got to love the Cosby show. Yeah. NBC also ordered a show called The New Normal, which comes from Ryan Murphy, who's the dude that created Glee. So I can't imagine that this thing is, is going to tank. Centers around a gay couple played by Andrew Rannells or Rennells. He's also from Book of Mormon and Justin Bartha, who you might know from The Hangover. I actually know because I'm a loser. I know him more from the National Treasure franchise. Wow. With Nicolas, with Nic- with Nicolas Cage. Wow. <laughs> Wow. There's a secret code in the Constitution. That's, that was my terrible Nicolas Cage impression. You sound like Andy Samberg doing Nicolas Cage. <laughs> That's where all my imitations come from, is Saturday Night Live characters. <laughs> and get this, NBC picked up Dane Cook's sitcom called Next Caller, wherein he plays a kind of sexist-type satellite radio DJ. This should be interesting for multiple reasons. Number one, Dane Cook... 
taking the helm of a series. Let's see. Let's see how that goes. Number two, the uh, supporting cast: Colette Wolf, Jeffrey Tambor, and also too the the uh, setting satellite radio station. That's interesting, man. That is something that's fucking that's that's new. So yeah. how this is all gonna play out is gonna be interesting. Let's see if Dan Cook can hold it. I gotta tell you, I got a newfound respect for Dan Cook ever since he was, appeared on Louis' show. And yeah, that, huh? that scene with him. Yeah, I, I besides all the fucking internet haters and all that shit, you know, I sat and tried to get into Dan Cook and just didn't really enjoy his stand-up. I think that's fair. But newfound respect for him and i'm kind of rooting for him here with this one a little bit we shall see yep and the last show nbc picked up is called save me and that stars Anne haish and i checked out the preview to this i think this has a chance to be uh, a really kind of quirky bizarre comedy i think a lot of it is based on her life dealing with some mental illness she plays this woman who's married and has this delinquent daughter and she thinks she's a prophet from god and god is speaking through her and she's crazy so that's nbc now before you move on to the other ones, whenever I hear these things, you hear the premise, and then I always think to myself, are you going to be able to keep that going, that joke, that one-line pitch that sells the show? Are you going to be able to keep that going for X amount of episodes? And something like that, where she's like a prophet from God, and that's the big joke, or that's the big gimmick the whole time, is that going to wear thin? That's the one thing that I, I always think of when I... When I hear these things, but in any case, moving on, moving on to no, your yeah, your, no, it's other... it's I, it's a good concern and good question, and I think that's where good writing comes in. Yeah, exactly. That's important. So the other uh, networks, what else is out there? We'll do these quick. Okay. So ABC picked up a show called Family Tools, which stars Leah Remini, and I'm going to just read the official logline based on the British format revolves around a man who is forced to put his dreams on hold in order to take over the family handyman business from his father. So that's uh, Leah Remini's. We'll see her on TV again. I haven't seen her since Saved by the Bell during the summer season when they were all doing <laughs> all, do, all that... doing the, uh, the the lifeguarding stuff. No, she's been on, what was she on, the King of Queens or something? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch that show. Was but... she on King of Queens? Yeah, I didn't watch that show. I just, I knew, I knew she was on it. You, you knew of that I show. Knew, that I knew of it. One, one of the biggest comedies of all time. Sure, whatever. <laughs> a show called How to Live with Your Parents for the Rest of Your Life. Dude, that thing is definitely going to get a, a title change. Yeah, uh, that's pretty bad. ABC picked that up, and logline there is Polly, who's played by Sarah. I never know how to pronounce her name. Chalk? 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 Chalky? Chalk? Chalky? Chalky White? The Blonde Boardwalk chick. Empire? What? The Blonde... <laughs> The blonde chick that was on Scrubs. Elliot. Oh, gotcha. Cool. Oh, okay. I like her. She's nice. She's good. Yeah, she, she's cool. So the logline is Elliot, a recently, not really Elliot, a recently, a recently divorced single mom, moves in with her eccentric parents who are played by Elizabeth Perkins, very nice, and Brad Garrett. So you have a lot of experience there. Wow. A lot of uh, sitcom and movie experience between all those, between the three of them. And Orlando Jones. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's the wacky next door neighbor. He probably is. And and Canadian comedian John Doerr. That's cool to see him getting some network play. Mm-hmm. The last ABC shows are Malibu Country, which stars Lily Tomlin and Reba McIntyre. Friend Me, which stars Christopher Mintz and Nicholas Braun. And Partners, which stars David Krumholtz and Michael Urey. So that's ABC. And again, you could always check out lastman.com for more info on this. And then finally, the Fox Network picked up Ben and Cake. Ben and Cake. Ben and Cake. You know, I, you know <laughs> do, you, do you know why I said Ben and Cake? Because I I know a guy named Ben Cake. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> His name is Ben Cake. He's a very talented writer. Fox picked up Cake. 
for everyone. Fox, Fox picked up Ben and Kate, <laughs> stars Dakota Johnson, Nat Faxon. The Goodwin Games, which stars Becky Newton and Scott Foley, who you might remember from... Kids in Hall? Was he on? No, that's, that's David, David Foley. David I'm sorry. Foley. Scott Foley used to bang Jennifer Garner. That's who I know. Ah, uh, okay. Yep. Well, they were, they were married. Okay. Well, but fair to say that they banged. Fair to say that yeah. they banged. And then, of course, they picked up The Mindy Project, which is Mindy Kaling's sitcom that she created and that centers around her character which is basically a bridget jones type doctor who's trying to find love how will she find love she's a busy young doctor Mm, perhaps one of the other doctors they will retire to some closet and do the business as they say that might be it (laughs) so there you have it folks those are your network television pickups enjoy i suggest you go to lastspin.com right now look at all the ones that maybe we mentioned quickly read them for yourself and you decide post on the uh the site right there you decide which ones are going to stick around which ones look good on paper and uh which ones are going to get the old heave hole there you are the network comedies coming out very very soon to a television near you all right let's move on to the comedy news of the week comedy news first big item on the board ellen generous receiving the mark twain prize for american humor this is a big honor she follows the footsteps of the legends such as Richard Pryor, Steve Martin, and George Carlin. This is huge. It's at the Kennedy Center every year. They're, they've been televising it for a couple of years now, and, and it's it's always seems to be one of those high civilian esteemed honors that you can get. Big ups for, for Ellen. HBO developing a Wall Street comedy set in the 80s with Rob Riggle and uh, Adam McKay and the Will Ferrell clan and all those guys. So what is this all about? HBO is uh, putting their trust in Will Ferrell, Adam McKay, and Chris Henchy, the guys that uh, have brought you many a successful comedy movie. When is it set to premiere, actually? When it, that, that's the question that I want to know. Are they developing? Is it in development, or are they doing yeah, they're just doing no, it? No, I, I think they're just in development. Okay, they're just in development doing it. So it'll be interesting to see, I think it'll be interesting to see where they decide to fit it in, because HBO's on a roll, man. HBO's on a roll with their dramas and their comedies and everything else. So it's going to be interesting to see where exactly they place this Thankfully, IFC picking up Save the Date. I'm really excited about this personally, uh, and I think Party Down fans will be really excited about this because this is the closest thing we have so far to a Party Down reunion. Yeah. Seeing as it stars Martin Starr and Lizzie Kaplan, who uh, co-starred in um, Party Down, of course. And also one of my favorite people to watch on television, Alison Brie from Community. Mm-hmm. Me yes, too. Yes. Very, very excited about this. The first I heard about this was in, I think, last June, June of last year, where uh, they were just talking about developing it and casting it. It was happening. It premiered at Sundance in January. And this week, IFC Films announced that they had North American distribution rights. So it definitely is going to be in movie theaters. And that's a good thing. IFC Films, by the way, are the dudes that just picked up and are set to distribute Mike Birbiglia's movie, Sleepwalk With Me. So go IFC. And also, too, if you go to LastSpin.com and you click on the link talking about uh, the new IFC movie that is with Alison Brie and, and Lizzie Kaplan and everybody, there is a nice little YouTube video there of Alison Brie and Lizzie Kaplan dishing about sex scenes. So that should entice you to go click onto that and, and listen to them talk about sexy things. <laughs> 
they're just both of them are just so adorable to look at i just get lost in their eyes i'm sorry i trailed off there for a second swoon yeah i know 30 Rock's next season will be its last. It is official. They came out, and they're going to be doing half a season. 13 episodes with their last season, a shortened season, and then that will be it for 30 Rock. We were talking a little bit about it before. What's your opinion on this? you think that's the right move? The, the problem is, is how long can you commit two people like Tina Fey and Alec Baldwin to a show that is creatively awesome Mm -hmm. but from a business standpoint it's really not doing too well i mean relatively speaking compared to the other nbc comedies sure it's doing pretty good but a well-rated nbc show is still half or less than a well-rated cbs or abc show i think this season hasn't been ultra strong and i think it's it's probably time for it to end and you know i mean who isn't excited to know that tina fey now has more opportunities She's going to tear it up. She's yeah. going to tear it up on, on more television and, and probably more likely movies. Let me ask you one more question, too, before we move on. Do you think, because this is what I noticed, 30 Rock's ratings and performance, I guess, started to go down almost the exact same moment that they went into syndication. Do you think that going into syndication while its TV show is still trying to put out new material, do you think that hurts it in any way? I, I guess it could. Didn't their time slot change as well? Their time, Yeah, their time slot changed, but I'm speaking more of along the lines of, like, we're the TiVo generation now. Yeah. I'll tape a show, I'll tape 30 Rock, and then I won't watch it for a week. But in, in the meantime, it's on another channel. Old episodes are on another channel every day or every other day or whatever. So I'll catch one of those old shows, and then I'm like, oh, you know what? I have my 30 Rocks fixed for today. I'm not going to watch the new one till tomorrow or the next day. I feel like stuff like that can actually hurt a show and her show's performance, and I'm almost 100% positive that the ratings as far as dvr shows only count for a certain period of time. Like, if you DVR a show and don't watch it for a week, I don't think that counts towards that episode's ratings. I think there's a very small shelf life in there that you have to watch it where, for it to count. A show going into syndication like that is a, is a very big thing that needs to happen for a show to be successful, uh, at least in the financial sense, but... At the same time, it can hurt a, sh- a show that's still trying to put out new material and maybe trying to keep that dream alive a little bit more. So, yeah, I think you're right, though. I think it's the right move in some respect, and I think it's a little bit of a gamble in the fact that they're really just cleaning house and going for all new comedies. They're really not going to have that benchmark comedy that 30 Rock was for their network. So hopefully somebody takes the reins for their yeah. for their sake. Okay, so goodbye to 30 Rock after this abbreviated season. Louis C.K. released his new album, Word, live at Carnegie Hall. I purchased it the other day, listened to it, fantastic. It was short, it was over quickly. And correct me if I'm wrong, I know Louis is huge on new material every time he goes out there, but was some of this stuff released elsewhere prior to this? Because some of the stuff I felt like I've heard before. Yeah, you have. Some of it was on his show Louis, on his FX show. Okay. And this was part of his 2010 tour. So the okay. material, if you go online, if you go on uh, com, he's very, he's very upfront and honest and clear about what this material is. And part of the reason he didn't release it as an album before is because he felt like, you know, some of it was on Louis. 
and it, it was an older tour and but you know he was getting enough requests that people wanted this as an album so yeah it, it's not new material some people when i when i posted the news about it people were like freaking out saying holy shit this guy has another new hour of material so some of the stuff you probably you may have heard if you're really into louis you've probably heard some of the things but i can say that some of the stuff i i hadn't heard until i heard this album so it's worth getting again it's worth the five dollars to go towards at, at the very least go towards the cause of uh, having comedians self-release their stuff we have a track that we want to play for everybody again this is something that you may have heard before but it's a great bit on the album it's called schindler's list so i was watching uh, schindler's list today <laughs> you wanted me back man this is what i got i was <laughs> I was watching Schindler's List. It's funny because Schindler's List, when it came out, was this moment, you know? It was a document and everybody talked about it. Now it's just on. It's just on TBS. And you can just flip on by, yeah, the Jews and all that, okay. And then uh, you just you, you flip this way and you see Dudley Moore and Kirk Cameron switch bodies. And <laughs> that way it's Hitler and the Jews and all that. It's just... <laughs> I was watching Schindler's List and there was a scene that really, I, I, I forgot about this scene and there I saw it. There's a scene where all the Jews are being let out of Warsaw. They're being forced out of Warsaw. They got all their belongings on this road and all the people that aren't Jews are watching them leave in nice clothing. It's this horrible. And there's a little girl in this scene and she's standing on a mailbox. She's about eight years old and she's in a pretty dress. You remember this scene? And she's, and she's watching them. She's going, goodbye, Jews! Goodbye, Jews! And this really struck me, and probably the Jews, too, that it happened to, because I think it must be real. There must have been that girl, and when they researched the movie, somebody told Spielberg that story, and he was like, we're fucking doing that. That's amazing. And because I know how movies were made, I know that they had to go and find an eight-year-old girl who could nail that shit. <laughs> so somewhere there's a tape of like 50 little girls. <laughs> trying to get the goodbye Jews part. And they're all cute, of course. They're all little girl actors. There's no little girl actresses that are like, mm, like Sean Penn, I just do my thing, you know, I just, you know. They're, <laughs> they're going from the Hannah Montana audition to the Goodbye Jews <laughs> thing, <laughs> taking their turn. Hi, my name's Dorothy, I'm with William Morris. All right, Dorothy, go ahead. Goodbye, Jews. <laughs> Goodbye, Jews. Uh, Dorothy, you're, you're angry at them. Oh, I'm okay. Goodbye, Jews. Mm. Goodbye, Jews. Mm. Okay, thank you, Dorothy. Next. Goodbye, Jews. Goodbye, Jews. Goodbye, Jews. Okay, thank you very much. Next. And then comes the girl whose mother prepared her for the, hi, my name is Angeline. 
and I'm with CAA, and I'm really happy to meet you. The sun'll come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow. Angeline, we just need the line. Oh, I'm sorry. Goodbye, juice. <laughs> Goodbye, juice. <laughs> oh boy. I've heard that multiple times and it gets funnier every time I hear it. <laughs> Louis' album on his site right now. Download it. It's it's great. It's good. You'll love it. Deion Cole getting his own show on TBS. Indeed he is. Conan O'Brien's writer Deion Cole and stand-up comedian. He has his own show on uh, CBS that's going to premiere, I guess, later this year. It's called Black Box with Dion Cole. It sounds an awful lot like Tosh.0. It's basically going to be Dion tossing to some web videos, cracking wise, doing that sort of commentary. So, Mm. um, yeah, Dion Cole getting in front of the camera on TBS, which is good for him. Good for him. I have to be honest, though, I'm disappointed that comedian Tom Papa, who I've been a huge fan of for years, he had a pilot uh, with TBS called Naked Truth, which mm-hmm. was uh, kind of a panel show wherein they kind of, uh, you know, talk about current events and politics. Bill Burr was was on the pilot. So TBS passed on that. However, I am told that it could pop up some other place. Hopefully they're they're shopping it around. Yeah. And, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll, we'll see it. That would be cool. I think that would, something like that would be great on a uh, pay cable network or something like HBO only because I think the world really needs a uncensored version of Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something along those lines. They need that. It, it really, really needs that. That is one show that I miss a lot. And this sounds kind of like that. Yeah. Hopefully uh, it finds a home. All right. Paul Rudd, Amy Poehler to co-star in a flick called They Come Together, which is a uh, Michael Showalter joint written by him and also executive produced by the wonderful David Wayne. So this is a state and Wet Hot American Summer with all these guys. This is going to be good. Yeah, dude. Comedy nerds are are wetting themselves already. Mm-hmm. This is Amy Poehler and, and Paul Rudd. And by the way, Paul Rudd is also just starting to film a movie with Tina Fey. The, the comedy nerd world is so incestuous, but I love it. Yeah, dude. Hey, if it's not broke, don't fix it. <laughs> All right. That'll be it for news right now. Things to look out for in the comedy world this week. Conan O'Brien going to be a guest star on The Late Show with David Letterman. The first time he's doing so in 13 years this should be awesome i'm sure there's going to be some subversive underhanded jabs at leno and i'm looking very much forward to it. it's coming up on thursday night this thursday may 17th the half hour on comedy central which is their kind of revamped comedy central presents premiered last friday it continues this friday at 11 p.m comedian naeem lynn he's been opening for kevin hart for years on the road that's at 11 o'clock and then at 11:30, neil brennan premieres his half hour you of course know Neil as David Chappelle's writing partner they co-created Chappelle show together they oh they co-wrote Half-Baked um so yeah totally forgot about that Friday Comedy Central starting at 11 o'clock season finale of The Simpsons on May 20th this Sunday with Lady Gaga Homer gets to eat Lady Gaga's meat dress from what I hear (laughs) from the from the previews so this So that should be good. And uh, yeah, the season finale of The Simpsons. I don't know. That's what? That's 25 years now? Don't stop. Make it Make it the longest running show ever. Isn't it already? I th- Is it's it not? Bonanza, I think they have to Bonanza be is still? Point. Really? Yeah. Bonanza that's was shit. Thomas Edison, when he invented the fucking Nickelodeon, the first <laughs> thing he looked at was Bonanza. <laughs> so 
Yeah, it's got a little ways to go, but it's getting close. Dave Hill, comedian Dave Hill, has a book coming out, you guys. So if you like to read and shit, <laughs> oh, yeah. You need to get this book. Dave Hill, May 22nd, a book called Tasteful Nudes and Other Misguided Attempts at Personal Growth and Validation. I love this description. It's a collection of comedic essays featuring, quote, stories about stolen meat, animal attacks, young love, death, naked people, clergymen, rock and roll, irritable Canadians, and prison. All are right. There any, are there any other types of Canadians other than irritable? <laughs> Isn't that the big stereotype? I don't know. I thought it was the other way around. I thought they were they're also very nice, those Canadians. Also, he, he put out a, a promo video, this, this hilarious kind of parody rock and roll video. It's, it's fucking hilarious, and you should check it out. It's on Laughspin. Sweet. Johnny Carson, King of Late Night documentary, which aired on PBS, but if you missed it, Laughspin.com is going to have the whole thing right up there that you can watch. I am going to watch this. The town that I live in here actually had a film festival a week ago, and they premiered this documentary, and I was very upset that I got, I missed it. I'm very excited to see it. So Johnny Carson, King of Late Night, on Laughspin.com. Watch the whole thing. And finally, Hannibal Burris's new special, which is called <laughs> Hannibal Burris Animal Furnace, <laughs> uh, which plays off... <laughs> Which plays off the fact that you can't rhyme anything with Hannibal Burris. Right. Because you can. You can rhyme Animal Furnace. And I'm pretty sure the way he, he got the title for this is he just asked for someone to name it. And I think somebody through Twitter actually just some random dude named it Animal Furnace. And he was like, yep. That's it. He's like, let's do it. That premieres on Comedy Central this Sunday at 11 p.m. Eastern. The album is out the following Tuesday. By all means... Watch it on Comedy Central, but really what you want to do is get the album. I have it. I've listened to it. It's, it's great. It's it's just as good or better than his first album. That's all I can say. Hannibal's a, a, great, a great comic, and there's a lot of hype behind him, and he kind of deserves it. Before we get out of here, a very short clip from the album Hannibal Burris, Animal Furnace. And it's called Hands Free. Sometimes I get drunk, and I get in arguments with taxi drivers, and I get out the cab, and I slam the door. That's not the way to win an argument with a taxi driver. The way to win is you get out the cab and you leave the door open. <laughs> then he has to step out, come around and close that door while he's doing that. I'm on the other side opening the other doors. <laughs> and we just keep going around and around and around and around. And I got my own Benny Hill situation going on in life. Great. <laughs> I get upset easily by people. I saw this guy, he was on the phone. He had the phone between his ear and his shoulder like that, but he didn't have anything in his hands. <laughs> Which is really upsetting. Like, Who the hell do you think you are? This accent is for people that are multitasking. Where's your other task? You're not doing anything else. I was hoping somebody would throw a pumpkin at me. Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. Somebody just threw a pumpkin at me, man. <laughs> yeah, but don't worry. You know what my phone technique is. Yeah, I keep my hands free. You never know what's going to happen out here in these crazy streets. <laughs> these streets are so crazy. Why am I still holding this pumpkin? Hello? <laughs> Hannibal Burris, Animal Furnace on Comedy Central this Sunday at 11 p.m. That's great. That's awesome. All right. Let's get out of here. That's that's good for this week, I think, right? I've, I've had enough. Um, okay, good. I'm, I've had my fill of you as well. I'm, I'm going to go and cry in, in my bathroom. Good good which is where you should be thank you <laughs> all right give all the plugs that you need to give 
Hey guys, uh, first of all, thank you so much for listening. We, we uh, really do appreciate it. I know there's a lot of uh, comedy podcasts out there. Uh, so thank you for choosing ours. We're obviously at LaughSpin.com. We're on Twitter at LaughSpin.com, Facebook, Tumblr. Check us out on Tumblr. We're, we've been getting pretty active on Tumblr. We're even on motherfucking Pinterest. Guys. Oh, Pinterest okay. in the house. And you can check me out on mastersofnone.com, my other podcast that I do. Please listen as well. I appreciate it. Dylan, thank you very much. And we will see you next week right here on The Last Bin Podcast. See you.